Hello, everybody. Okay, we got another great show lined up for you listeners, but first, let's talk about yesterday. As you know, yesterday was Friday the 13th. Now, I don't know how many of you guys follow me on Twitter, but I spent this Friday the 13th trying to watch all of the Friday the 13th movies and tweet about them. So let's uh, look back at a few of those tweets. All right, five minutes in, we've had our first awkward death. Uh, it's going to be a long day. <laughs> Kevin Bacon's in this? I sure hope no one shoves an arrowhead through his neck. <laughs> Don't trust the chick from Murder, She Wrote. That's what she's from, right? <laughs> Part two, bigger budgets, bigger deaths, bigger titties. <laughs> machete to the face is rough, but a machete to the face and then your wheelchair falls down a staircase? That's so embarrassing, I could just die. <laughs> Nothing exemplified 3D's possibilities quite like Friday the 13th 3D. <laughs> there were nine different titties in in this movie that's a titty every 10 minutes wow they got jason good i don't see how he could come back from that but he will six more times <laughs> that's about as far as i made it in my goal because these movies are fucking awful but if you enjoy my humor i recommend checking out my twitter uh i'm at saint mort and also checking out my blog at saintmort.blogspot.com but now it is time for Skyping with the stars. Okay, and we're back. I've got a really exciting guest on Skyping for the Stars. Uh, he's the star of his very own comic book coming out this July. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam, Super Action Man. That's right, folks. How are you guys doing out there in Nerdland? What's up, St. Mort? How are you doing? It's great being on your show. Let me tell you, this is what America is all about. Being here, the freedom of speech, being able to make your own podcast even though nobody listens to it. But you know what? It's not about who's listening. It's about your ability to speak. And that is what I'm defending every day out there in the hells of Cambodian jungles, all right? Killing rebels and making sure that people like you are not oppressed and that if you want to make a stupid podcast that only your mom is going to listen to and even then she's going to go wish that she had a time machine to go back and never have you in the first place, that is what I fight for every single day. Now, Sam, can you tell us a little bit about this comic book? Right? <coughs> Hold on, hold on. Are you okay over there, Sam? Yeah, yeah. Listen, they're starting to gas the war zone right now, but, um, shit, I should have brought a gas mask or something, man. This is kind of getting in my throat. Sam, I expect you to be more prepared than this, man. I'm good. No, no, hey, never mind. I just caught a bug in my mouth. Okay, thank God. Thank God. I was concerned for you, buddy. I mean, you already took out... That makes one of us. You took out one of the world's biggest terrorists just just last week, and, (coughs) you know, we can't lose you now. There's still so many more to take down. Is it true? Are the rumors that you were the one that took out Bin Laden <coughs> true? What? Are the rumors true? Did Were you the one that took out Bin Laden? Sorry, I can't hear you with those damn rotor blades. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny the activities of last week. What I can tell you, though, is that they're all well documented in the Super Action Man comic book, which can be ordered right now from comic book stores. It'll deploy in July once everybody's been debriefed, once everything has been put into secure places. All right? You've got to understand, a lot of this stuff that you're going to see in my comic book is classified. All right? That means that several steps have to go through, all right, on the presidential level, the governmental level, and on the local level before they're made access to the public in the comic book. So I can either right now, a week out, confirm or deny what happened in, in Pakistan, but... If you guys want to be the ones to know what went down, 
by the comic book. That is all I'm going to say. And I got to tell you, Team Six, they kick some ass. Team One through Five, you're talking to them, baby. Now, I know you're not really a big geek. You're you're almost the anti geek there, Sam. But can you, for our geeks that are listening, explain to them the best way in order to order the Super Action Man comic book? Let me tell you, I think we're all geeks about something, okay? For me, I geek out on ordnance. I love guns. I love explosives. And you know what? I also geek out on hot babes. All right? Any weapon, all right, that can be used to defeat the enemy, or in the case of hot babes, distract the enemy and give me an opening to put them down, I geek out over all that stuff, man. I also geek out on the history of our country, okay? I love our country. Our country's young. It needs to be raised carefully, all right? It needs to be treated tenderly, okay? And then you got to caress it. Make sure it's fine. Make sure nerds like you are using what we fight for every day, the freedom of speech. Make sure that people like you can walk the streets at night, all right, not fearing for their safety. Make sure that you can go out there and get a good job, all right? Make sure that you can feed your kids, okay? Matt Kelly, maybe you may not have kids right now, but one day you're going to have kids, all right? And they're going to look up in their sad sacks of flesh and be like, oh, my God, why was my father so pathetic? Now I look like him, but I'm smaller. <laughs> If only I can do something with my weak body, and I'm giving them an ability, all right, to reach out of the legacy their father built for them, which is a legacy of filth and shame, and maybe possibly achieve something greater one day. That is what I'm after. And let me tell you, the public rarely gets to see what I'm involved in, okay? War is what happens when diplomacy fails, okay? And I'm what happens. When war fails, all right? I go in, okay, most people aren't even going to know what happens, all right? Most people have never even heard of me, but I've been out there like a ghost, all right? Snatching up the bad guys, all right? Making sure none of you ever even know their names. Listen, you want the book, this is what you got to do. You're looking for Super Action Man number one. You want to go to a comic book store, and you want to order it, all right? It's on page 332 of the maze previews, all right? You want preview order code 111. 224. That's what you want. You order it this month, it'll arrive in stores in July. Listen, Maddie. Listen. Even though maybe you're not as strong as me, alright, as smart as me, as sexy as me, or as effective as me, it does not mean I do not appreciate what you do, alright? Doing your podcast for three people every single. Well, how often do you do this podcast? Uh, every other week, Sam. Alright, now that is just fucking sad. But. <laughs> but listen. That sadness that you express, alright? That patheticness that you walk through in your own footsteps, alright? That is what I have to defend, okay? Because without what I do, you're left this defenseless, right? Like a newborn babe in the crib, you can easily smash its skull in. You understand? You don't have the strength, the intelligence, the wherewithal to stand up for yourself. No, you need somebody like me to do it, okay? But what you can do, maybe... If your grandma lets you use the basement, you can make a little podcast and get your voice out there. Maybe you can gain a fan. Maybe it'll give you the confidence to one day ask a girl out. And maybe she'll feel bad enough for you to give you a kiss, okay? Maybe that's that's what I'm talking about. Me giving you that first chance to see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel. That is what I fight for. That is what I fight for in every American, all right? They're not all as sad as you are, all right? You understand that. We have some great Americans out there. Troy Aikman. 
He's one of them. He's a good buddy of mine. You may recognize him. He was a QB for the Dallas Cowboys in the mid-90s, okay? He won a couple championships. Good friend of mine. He was over at my at my place the other day, all right? Pool party. I would have invited you, but then everybody would have left. <laughs> here, there, here. Are some great, there are some great Americans, then there are some Matt Kellys out there. <laughs> I fight for all of them equally. Isn't that right? Yes, that's right, <laughs> Sam. Uh... Now, I've heard some rumors recently that you have been fighting for America since and even before the actual inception of America. Is this true? I can now speak on this. You're going to want to order the Super Action Man number one comic, right? You're going to want right now to be like, holy crap, that was inspiring. I'm not a loser. I'm a winner. And I celebrate winners, so I'm going to go down to my comic book store and I'm going to order up Super Action Man number one, all right, for my my comic book store owner, who's a an independent businessman here in the United States, trying to make a buck on his own, all right? You wouldn't know what that's about, Matt Kelly, <laughs> all right? The only thing you own is probably a pair of Adidas in this stupid podcast, all right? And a couple DVDs of troll movies nobody gives a damn about. When you order this comic book, you got to understand... There's some more issues coming. And in the second issue, who is Super Action Man? We'll start to answer some of that. All right? Just now, the president has given me the permission to allow for that book to be written. Yes, you may see answers to my origins. But you know what, Matt? I fought so many wars, and I've defeated so many enemies, that sometimes I don't even know my own history. All right? Am I a man running towards the future? Or a man running from my own past. Alright, these are mysteries as intertwined and as multi as multiple as 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 the rivers in this own country. You understand that? To know my own history, it is like starting with a brave river and going down to the details of the very streams, and then the streams they feed into the ground, and they feed up into the beautiful the beautiful grass and the beautiful plains and the beautiful mountains of our nation grow into majestic trees and then the trees they're used to build schoolhouses and the governmental buildings and in your own grandmother's basement and places where life can flow and it is an intertwining circle you understand that right it is a process yes I, I understand that Sam I have fought the wars over and over again so many times that I don't even know where my own story begins perhaps if you buy this comic book you and I can explore this together and you'll get some answers but keep in mind, with every answer that is definitely answered by my fist or my bullet or the kick of my pants, all right? Let me tell you, more questions come up. More people hate us, all right? More more bullets and more guns and more planes are pointed in our direction. More bombs are, are planted, all right, looking for our safety, trying to destroy it. You're going to want to read every damn issue of this book. Now, I have one last question. It's yet another rumor. How do you respond to the rumor that you are actually the author of your comic book, Jonathan London? That's bullshit. All right? That guy's A, he's an ape. He's an idiot. All right? He might be able to put together a stupid little podcast, stupid little website. The things I do, and for as many years as I've done them, impossible. Absolutely ridiculous impossible. Also... Look at my physique. Look at his. Don't insult me, Matt Kelly, with your questions. All right, you rumor-mongering journalist. The St. Mord Show. 
the same mo- This is garbage. I think you're a fake, sir. You think I'm a... You, you, you oh, think I'm, yeah. Yeah. Come down to the studio. When I, I'm coming, you know what? I'm coming in your direction pretty soon in about two months. I want you in person in the studio. <coughs> Don't confuse two things, my friend. Don't confuse my direction in that lackey London's direction. All right? You don't know where I live. All right? You don't know where I fight. But I know where you live. I know where you hide. And if you're going to doubt me, you're going to doubt America. And you know what? I may just kick your ass into Canada and revoke your citizenship. All right? Not so funny now. When I threaten you to be a second-class citizen of one of the second, second-tier countries of the world, it's not so funny. How would you like waking up every morning and be like, holy shit, I'm a Canuck? Right? I can make the phone call. And even, be- even better, I'll tell you this. I can kick your ass over there right now. All right? One fell swoop. Next thing you know, you're half French. I don't want that. I don't I'm sorry I spoke out of line. You know what? Your ability to speak even such fallacies is what I fight for every day. So I apologize if I overstep my line. But I would have snapped you like a damn twig if you were here in person. Alright? It's not easy fighting for you, you little worm. You should appreciate it and celebrate it by going out and buying my comic book. Alright, well, I thank hope, you. I hope you're playing patriotic music over this. You know, something like Creed or Nickelback. I don't have the, the song rights or copyrights for stuff like that, Sam. You okay. know this. Okay. We can, I, we can maybe, sing a little bit of it. I mean, that's the... Yeah. yeah. I've been, been thinking about maybe getting in the studio with my buddy Steven Seagal. My buddy Steven Seagal is a pretty good musician. Uh, maybe getting him. My good friend... Uh, hey, if, 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 you don't, if you don't mind, nobody wants to listen to that. No problem. Sorry about that. But I'm not the one, <laughs> I'm not the one doing the podcast in my grandma's basement, so... But maybe, I, I've been thinking about maybe, maybe, going to the studio with my buddy Billy Bob Thornton, who's a musician, uh, Steven Seagal, he's good on guitar, you know, and I, I think I think Van Damme plays a sick saxophone, and maybe putting down some tracks, but I, I mean, I don't know, Matt, you're a musician, maybe, maybe we can work on some lyrics together, but I got the beginnings of a song, right, and it's like, it's a love song, right. you understand, do you, like, do you know love songs? I, I, I can do a love song, yeah. Right. If the comic book does well, maybe I'll put out my own album. But I was thinking about these lyrics who were like, Put down your torch and make love to me. I love you so much, Lady Liberty. I'll pick up your robe and lay you down on Ellis Island, drilling you into the ground. Eagles fly from your insides as I spooge. That's all I got. That's all I got. What I do you getting, think? I was getting tears in my eyes from that. What do you think? I, I smell a hit. I smell right. a hit song right there. Yeah. All right. Like, you get like a real powerful singer on that, backing you up on the chorus, like someone like Michael Bolton. Really, really belting out those background vocals. Yeah. Right. Yeah, we got Justice something there. This is blind. So open your eyes as I spooge. You know what? That's all I got. That's all I got so far. We'll work on it. All right. All right. All right. Well, the comic, the Super Action Man, it's coming out in July. But you got to order it here in comic books this month in May. It's got May's preview code 111224. Dudes, you guys are going to want to know the secret history of your own country. 
And you want right. and you want to buy it so we, we can finish this song and bring it to the masses as That's well. That's right. I flip you over just like I did said there, but I hated him. I love your clan. Okay, that, you know what? Like that's all we got. You know, I don't want to spoil it. It's not, you know what? We're not in the right studio. Some of the frequencies, the calibrations aren't right. So um, we'll just wait until we can do it properly in a proper studio. What do you think? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take you up on that offer there. All so. right. All right, we'll be back after this commercial break. Thank you for coming by, Sam. I, know I you're love a busy you, man. America. I love you so much, like a hot babe. I want to rub you down and pour water on you. So some of you might not know, I am moving from Pennsylvania to California in just two months. And in honor of that, a bunch of bands that I used to book are throwing me a farewell show on June 19th. So if anybody is in the Philadelphia area and they just want to come and have a good time, it's an $8 show at CN Skate Palace on June 19th. That's Father's Day, but fuck it. I'm more important than your dad. Uh, featuring performances by Nitty Gritty, uh, Committed, Proven Worth, and a bunch of other local bands that you probably never heard of. All are reuniting, and then a half-hour-long cover song set by me and a bunch of my friends. It's going to be a good time. The place has pizza and sodas and arcade games. So, I mean, you're paying $8 to not watch bands. That's cool. Uh, it helped me out, and it make me feel good if any of those fans out there were willing to come and check me out. But if not, that's okay. I understand. I am not the prettiest face to look at. All right, so you guys have a good one. Thank you again. I'm sorry that these commercials are lame this week. There's going to be another really lame one that's just me talking after this interview segment that's coming up now. But I promise, I've said, I know I've promised this before, I promise you're going to get some good quality comedy commercials coming up. They're just taking a little bit longer to edit than we expected. All right. Thanks, guys. I'll be back. And we're back. Uh, next up, we have Ryan Beatty, uh, creator of websites like Fanraiser.com and DD Tonight. Uh, he's been on a few of my old shows and he's here now. I'm very happy to have you. Ryan, can you tell us a little bit about these sites? Well, Fanraiser was a uh, site that um, was an idea to develop between me and Nate Henry of the band Sherwood. We toured over the summer, last summer just passed, and he was wondering how we as a small band, you know, got onto this tour and obviously we, we had to buy onto it. And uh, he just admired that... Uh, that I was able to put that together after he figured figured it out. And so after the tour ended in October, he gave me a, a ring and he was just like, yo, man, I uh, got this uh, thing going on with uh, this site called Pledge Music. Yeah, so he his band was going to do something with this site called Pledge Music, and I went on it, and I'm just like, dude, like this site sucks. Like the, or, just the way the site was organized, like there was no functionality, and it was like a crowdfunding site for, for specifically for artists. And as you know, Kickstarter became pretty popular because they start to do like all these you know different projects and stuff. So I was like, you know, there's this is like the future of music pretty much because labels are going out and no one's really like throwing money around. So it's up to the bands to kind of figure out their own creative means to to get money. So <clears throat> we just started on the idea of fanraiser, and, and the slogan is the future is fan funded. Was obviously it's pretty much just between the band and the fan now, the the media, the mediary middleman, like the labels and the distributions and everything are just, they're all just going out of business with physical CDs don't really sell anymore. Yeah. So uh, 
we just started working on it since October, and uh, it just it's been a, a very much of a learning process just because it's my first like site to really take on every part of it, um, right down to like this the core functionality of it and how how it will be be presented. And uh, we just worked on it for a while. We had some setbacks and we had a lot of uh, problems with just kind of getting the idea to actually work. <laughs> there's just so much programming involved and there's just multi-layered. So, uh, which brings us to May and we're about two weeks away from launching it finally. We're just fin finishing up some bugs. One of the biggest holdups with it was uh, getting uh, a payment processor to accept it because everybody's really scared about crowdfunding. They think that it could be a front to fund like terrorism yeah. and stuff like that. So we ended up getting a in touch with the CEO of Amazon and he forwarded us to uh, a dude over at the head of payment processing and we had a conference call and that's all it took to get, because PayPal denied us and we were just like, man. So then we, we signed up for Amazon and then we got like a denial letter like months later it was like because we like activated all the the functionality towards it as soon as we did flip the switch we get an email from amazon saying mm -mm, can't do that not on not and it was just terrible so yeah it took, it took a long time to get payment processing which was the hardest part and then dd2 night uh which is spelled literally dd number two yeah number night. two but you can also do two night two spelled out we bought all the uh, bought all the URLs every, just to make it yeah. One it's like three D's, like <laughs> D, and then like a D F tonight, pussy might you know fat fingers, <laughs> or S D tonight. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> I love it. Now, now how did uh, S D tonight come around? <laughs> uh, you know, it's pretty much a site that takes all the. Uh, Casual counter listings on Craigslist and <laughs> compiles it into a scheduler for getting your SD at night. All right, so DD tonight. Uh, you actually, I, I wasn't really that aware of this. Yeah, site. it just, it just came out of nowhere. It's been a secret for a year. It's, a, um, it's I, I think it's actually a really awesome idea, especially coming from someone who, who's had not one but two family members killed in a drunk driving. Yeah. Accident. A site like this is fantastic. Yeah. I absolutely it, love this. It's pretty much like, you know, everybody's been affected in one way or another, knows somebody's either got a DUI or had a family or, you know, friend-related death with drunk driving. So this actually was, this is, my, my, this is like my Sean Parker, like, copy right here because, like, this, this guy comes to me with the site, and I was just, like, looking at it, and I was like, damn, this looks just like Facebook. Wait, yeah, it's, it's almost just like Facebook. But then I just kind of saw the brilliance of him just kind of separating – social life like Facebook and nightlife which is kind of like a different you know realm of social life because there's a lot more involved with like going out and getting wasted and friends and hook up you know all that crazy stuff so you're like well Facebook's kind of becoming MySpace in a way for the fact that it just like so many people are using it there's just so much useless like shit just being thrown around now people saying just the most random stuff like their their private life is to like to rate to status like oh just took a dump status update and then they wait and they're like oh no one liked that so they delete it and they're like I just took a big shit and they're like oh I got three likes yes and then they're like nah that's not good enough I just took a big shit and it looks like Joe Pesci's face and then this is like ten likes oh and then there's all these comments <laughs> yeah 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 Take a picture didn't happen. yeah yeah oh yeah dude and there's no accountability so 
We're also thinking of adding on DD tonight a dislike button. <laughs> it kind of puts people in the hot seat to be really conscious of what they say because they might get 10 dislikes and that, that don't feel pretty good. So but, you're almost going like a mixing of Facebook statuses and like Reddit where people can vote. Yeah, yeah, them. yeah. It's, it's, you know, you can do everything you can on Facebook and also on the an instant message part of it, you can actually directly video chat. You can play games and all that other fun stuff people do, usually do online. But uh, yeah, the core of it is a, it's a advanced designated driver scheduler and dispatch system. What that is is these designated drivers are located all over the United States. There's only about 300 right now. So we're thinking of a way to just tie these all together so they're easily found. Because usually you have to Google and then you have to go through a site. And then none of them have like a really organized scheduling system. So we're like, why not we just like, you know, just make this whole experience as efficient as like Travelocity or, you know, the sites where you can easily schedule flights and stuff. So the outcome was this, this site this has this amazing, amazing um, ride scheduler. What you do is you go on there, you just type in your address, it gives you the nearest designated driving service, gives you their reviews, and you can select which one based on what people say about it. And you, you go and connect with them, and then you can fill out all your information on where you are, where you're going, you know, and you have to do basic information like your license plate and stuff like that. And you can actually order amenities like, you know, Yo, pick pick us up some the, one of those like fucking fart boxes I call them. Those five dollar Taco Bell. <laughs> I call them. Well, like the site is legitimately. Uh, he walked me through how to assign a designated driver, and it's literally as simple as ordering like a pizza. On yeah, 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 like, yeah. <laughs> That's all it is, and um, so we're just because there's a whole stigma of designated drivers, and I and like when we're starting to talk about it with people, we notice like people are like, what? So like some dude just comes. But no, it's like safer than a taxi service. You have to be like, you can't have like a, a, a you know, sexual harassment, you know, sex offender history. Um, you don't, you can't be, uh, you can't be doing drugs. Like you have to have regular drug tests and stuff. So there's a lot you have to go through to actually become a designated driver. Like these companies are legit. They're just not like, you know, yo, it's Ryan Brady, designated driver. <laughs> Yeah, kind of sound yeah, like. My buddy Matt out there. <laughs> oh, did you want French fried potatoes with that? <laughs> so before you got into uh, designing websites, I mean, you were always kind of designing websites, but I've known you from being in bands. Yeah. Uh, I actually had some of your former bandmates on a past episode. Um, Opening day. No, uh, well, sort of. Matt and Chris. Were yeah. To talk about. Yeah. Uh, broken sound. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you also were, were just. I was like the king of MySpace when MySpace was at its It's my throne. Everybody <laughs> knew who you were. <laughs> but um, are, do you ever have plans of going back to music? Or, or are you kind of going to be more of what you're doing now with FanRaiser, more of helping from the outskirts with your experience? If Sean Parker and Mark Zuckerberg started a band, I'd be the guitarist in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I just like to do everything. I'm, I'm still playing music. Got my guitar right here. Me and Greg still write. Like, I haven't for a little bit because I've been so busy, but we're planning to get do another like EP and and basically I just want to like set myself up for the rest of my life and then just enjoy life and start bands and not worry about you know going broke over them. That's the plan. <laughs> All right, well, uh, thank you for coming by, Ryan. Uh, the websites are DD Tonight and Fanraiser. Uh, is it Fanraiser.org? The <laughs> it's just like fa yeah, on Facebook. Com. It's the face. No, the Fanraiser.com. The Fanraiser. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I just got I just gotta buy buy the domain off this guy who just like parked it, and I call, I call him like every week. 
but he like never answers, so I'm just gonna wait. I think he might be dead or he forgot, so I'm just gonna wait until that grace period. I think it's like 30 or 60 days after a domain expires, and just be like, snatch it up. All right, so the fanraiserfornow.com. Yep. Uh, thank you for coming by. We'll be back after this brief commercial break. Sick. Hey, everybody. I just want to remind you that on May 27th, that's two weeks from now, we're doing the first ever St. Mort Show Live. We've got some great guests lined up. we got Jeff Shropshire. You might remember him. He did uh, the movies on tape a while ago. I'm probably going to do something to embarrass him. Uh, I got a co-worker of mine named Ray. Uh, he's never been on the show and probably never will be except for this live show, but he's hilarious. My brother from the What's Brian Doing Today segment's going to be there. Past guests, uh, Chris uh, from Chris and Matt from the band Chris and Matt, they're going to be there. Uh, Ryan Beatty, he was just on like a second ago. He's going to be there. Uh, the band There Are Monsters, they've been on here a bunch. They'll be performing a couple songs. It's going to be a good time. And then afterwards, we're going to have a game, uh, almost like Beat the Geeks, where audience members can come up and challenge the different panelists in various categories, including film, uh, film knowledge, history knowledge, science knowledge, literature knowledge. And you can win some fabulous... You can win some... Me- There'll be prizes. Uh... And then you get a little bonus set live performance from myself. Uh, it's only $5. It's at the Media Coffee Club. It's going to be a really great time, so you should definitely come and check it out. Just search St. Mort Show Live on Facebook, and you can get all the information you need up there. Uh, or follow me on Twitter. I'll be posting all about it on Twitter for the next two weeks. Thanks uh, so much for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. And I believe right now... It's time for a musical guest. Ladies and gentlemen, Megan Moore.
Okay, that was awesome. Thank you so much, Meg. Um, now, I've known you for, for way too long. Um, I think we get our... our I think... The, it's kind of like Boy Meets World. Uh, Without the terrible theme song. No. Oh, don't you dare. Uh, Boy Meets World, they changed the storyline of how Cory and Topanga met like midway through the show. Yeah. And I think you and I have... Actually, don't know how we met because I feel like there's different versions, but I think it was about sixth grade. It's unclear. I yeah, really can't. It, I, I can't remember. I think it was sometime in like sixth grade we knew of each other, but I don't think it was actually until high school when we had to do a project together. We're like, oh my god, we're best friends. I have no memory of you <laughs> really before don't. that day. Yeah, um, but we started hanging out because we had to write a song as a project. For a teacher that we had mixed feelings for. Oh yeah, she was uh, Satan incarnate. Yeah. But like we still, in, but she loved both but of fiery, us. fiery, so and yeah, she was very good at motivating students with her. So you know, we had anger. our mixed feelings for her. We won't say her name. No. But um, but we became friends almost immediately after that. Uh, we wrote a song that I specifically didn't sing, but I helped with the lyrics uh-huh. and I shot the music video for, mm-hmm. uh, with our buddies Mike and uh, Brian. Brian, and there was someone else. It was uh... in the video. It was a girl. She didn't really do anything else, though. <laughs> Emily. Emily. <laughs> she was very friendly. She was very lovely, yeah. She, she was, was very friendly. She, she just she didn't have any musical Mm-mm-mm. talent, so we just kind of put Boy her in the video. personality, yeah. Yes, she was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but ever since, uh, you and I used to hang out all the time, and I would yeah. tell you that you were good at music, and you would say that you weren't. So yeah. that was pretty much the, the relationship that we had. Yeah. For for uh, years, long time, yeah. long about that was like eight years of that relationship. Yeah, about, yeah I'd say that. And uh, and then we stopped talking, not because we hated each other, but uh, because our schedules got ridiculous. Yes. And this is actually the first time that I've seen you in almost two years. It's true. I had to pencil you in, but it yeah. worked out. Uh, and before we even started taping the episode, we literally just jammed for. My voice hurts. Yeah. yeah we jammed singing. for about an hour. Uh, hopefully, one of those recordings will be appearing as a bonus episode uh, next week. Yeah. So, people, uh, definitely, definitely subscribe to the iTunes. As you know, the bonus episodes are only available on the iTunes, not on the mm-hmm. Um Now, what have you been doing in the last two years, uh, musically? Oh, man. All. All of it. Um. <laughs> Good looking at me <laughs> with my face. You don't have to be so professional. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely not. Well, you know, I actually am a music teacher for kids. I've been... Teaching, teaching the tunes to the kids and trying to record and play my music and it's insane because I've just been writing every time I work with a kid and, and we have this like little small breakthrough I go home and then I write something because I'm like inspired by my students it's like the greatest job and it's been the greatest motivator for my you know for my music well that's good have you been playing live more I remember at the time that I was with you you when I was working with you we never really got to live shows. We got a little bit of recording here and there, but there wasn't a lot of live performances. Um, not so much. I mean, here and there, I'll play little shows, but basically I'm kind of in my own closeted creative space, kind of working on honing it exactly how I want it to sound before I bring it out. And you've always talked about, um, for years, you talked about how you were going to move to Nashville and, and stuff. Are you still have plans of that? Or are you pretty pretty much happy with things as is. I don't think necessarily that I will ever be happy. Since. Hey, what is you about Nashville? Uh, where I am, I always actually still following Nashville. Um, I think that I have the, I don't know, the personality to just kind of be settled where I'm at, but I never will stop moving. Like, I never will stop thirsting and wanting to, like, be somewhere else and meet people and play for them or network or, 
you know, anything like that. So I don't think that here is where I'm supposed to be or where I want to be forever, but, um, I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're, you know, doing what you want it to do. I'm glad to hear that you're recording again. Cause that was always one of those things where, uh, for a while, and we're not going to get into it on this podcast, obviously, but for different reasons, you, you were really, yeah, for a lot of reasons, you were kind of always second guessing yourself and, and and I was always, I me and a few other people. It wasn't just me, but yeah. we're always telling you you you've got it. You need to go and and do this. You've got the ability to do it. So the fact that when uh, I sat down with you today, you had recordings and you had new stuff that you had written. I I was so happy. I was so I was so excited when you even said you would do the show You're because like a yeah. Well, I was so <laughs> I was so happy when you said you do the show because. Even some, something as simple as that was always kind of iffy with you for, for such a long time of, you know, Meg's been booked to do this show. Is she actually going to play it? Yeah, but no. I think that that's just something that so many people struggle with. And that's just, I don't know, I've opened my eyes to it so much because there are so many people that are capable and they just doubt themselves. And that's what I did for so many years. Like, it wasn't that I, I don't know, I didn't want it because I did. It's just when you're your own worst enemy and when you've heard negative criticism it's so difficult to break through and it, it just breaks my heart because there's so many people who can create and they don't know what they're capable of and like i can't imagine all the music and all the art and all the films we're missing out on because people second guess themselves it's very uh very deep very true statement there from you meg uh now we also used to just geek out about random shit not just music oh, yeah. music music was our one thing we used to geek out about uh scrubs and we used to watch movies like crazy. We would get together and watch movies. Mystery Science Theater, yeah. but not. <laughs> yeah, not nearly as funny. No, no. But, but we would but think that we, awkward. Oh, just as socially awkward. We would just sit there and laugh. Uh, my favorite story was we once, uh, I had worked at a video store and I would get free rentals of movies and everyone was raving about this film Factory Girl, which Meg had also been hearing nothing but good things about. Yeah, yeah. So I rented it from the video store and brought it over. And there was a party going on outside of her apartment. And throughout the entire movie, it was essentially just us, us making jokes. Yeah, us <laughs> making jokes about the movie. And then every once in a while, Meg going, do you want to just shut off and go downstairs? Like, just like you, want, you want to just go to the party? <laughs> like, oh, man. And then the movie was over and she was like, I think I'm going to go to the party. And I was like, I think I'm going to go home. <laughs> it was like a bad date. It was a every day in the life of Matt Kelly. It's like a bad date. <laughs> You clearly haven't been reading my blog. It's St. Mort blog, uh, stmort.blogspot.com. Yeah, look at that little, look at that right little, little yeah. Nestled in you in. set up the pins, I knock them down. Uh, but no, I do have an entry in there from this month called Cold Lips and Cold Feet about uh, why I think I cockblock myself all the time. So it's, a, it's an interesting read about how pathetic I can be sometimes. It's very good. Oh, that's endearing, though. <laughs> it is indeed. I can admit it, which is a, a good stepping stone. Step, yeah. It's exactly. Um, well, again, thank you so much for coming by. Uh, we're going to probably try to record something real Absolutely. quick and make it a bonus episode for all you guys to hear. So thanks again. It's great to see you. Hopefully we'll get to hang out a little bit more before I leave. Um, indefinitely. Indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Hey, can I say like that I love what you're doing too? Yeah, you can, but it wouldn't be true. Yeah, but it's so you. I love it. <laughs> um, is there any way that people can find your music? Is the Meg Moyer MySpace still up? Oh, it's it's living. Yeah, it's it living. lives on. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's waiting for some recent recordings. There's like one newish one, but uh, you can just go to myspace.com/slash Megan Moyer. I'm 
Megan, not Meg, Megan Moyer. Uh, does it still have the song that we recorded in my with basement fork, with a dropping fork yes. that actually we thought made the song better? Yes. <laughs> and I've done some uh, recent work with a band, uh, Cesium 137. They're kind of like an industrial uh, band, but I'm on their album. You can buy it in Best Buy and you can buy it on Amazon. That's awesome. Identity, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much once again. Uh, we'll be back in just a couple of weeks. Uh, Chico's Vibe, play us out.